This is Diva Cerebration, and we're working on the third installment of Lab Created Diamonds. Uh, we left off in the last program talking about why and how all of the Lab Created Diamonds, the machinery, everything that has been created is affecting the market and how it's affecting diamonds. And now we're going to talk about <laughs> how it's affecting the companies that have had the market's uh, monopoly for years and years and years, particularly De Beers since like 1880 has had uh, the monopoly over that market because they literally bought up every diamond mine that was in existence at that time. And they have abused those systems for many, many years. And because of that abuse, because of the value that they had pushed and placed on diamonds by basically convincing the world, convincing Americans first, but then convincing the world that diamonds were the most precious thing on the face of the planet. And they were the thing that you wanted to give to your, uh, uh, bride to be, and it became this thing that then everybody expected and wanted <coughs> a diamond. <coughs> and the bigger the diamond, the better. And the bigger the diamond, the more that person loved you. They bought a bigger diamond for you, etc. And they really got this planted in the psyche of the American people uh, through a really brilliant ad campaign Diamonds Are Forever. So because of that, they have the corner of the market and they knew it and uh, they bought everything up. And what's come from that? Well, what's come from that is diamonds are very valuable and they create um, a lot of money value. And the world didn't know that until De Beers kept stretching their tentacles out into the world, buying up more diamond mines. And when the, they had placed the value, these huge values on these diamonds and were getting thousands and thousands of dollars for one little rock that someone put on their finger, <clears throat> then other countries knew and found that they had diamond mines and started negotiating with De Beers. And in Africa... I'm not sure how much this was created in other countries, but in Africa, it had tribes fighting against tribes, <coughs> killing each other to uh, try to, you know, compete over who had these diamond mines. Because, of course, tribes own land, tribes own territories, and these diamond mines are underneath the ground. And so... If, if a diamond mine would stretch out into another tribe's land, then, of course, they would be like, no, that's our diamond mine. It's not your diamond mine. Oh, no, we have more on our side. So it's our diamond mine. It's not really your diamond mine. And, you know, this is the same kind of thing that you, you watched in Poldark about the silver mines and the metal mines, brass mines that they had in uh, what's Poldark occurring in is that Ireland or Scotland, or I can't remember what country it is now, but, um, uh, and they had fights over that. And, 
And they would say, well, more of the mines on my side of the land, so it's my mine. And, and then those people would actually get um, to own that mine because more of it was on their side. Of course, it was wealthier people who pushed for those laws. So, uh, you know, same thing's happening in Africa, same thing's happening in other countries where people are fighting over the mines, just like they, you know, they fight over oil. Who's, who owns the oil? It's running underneath the ground under different territories. Is the person who owns the largest part of that, you know, oil uh, field or whatever you want to call it, is, is, do they own more of it? Or is there actually a border? Because this is liquid stuff that's going to flow back and forth. And will it be whoever can suck it out the fastest, you know? That's happened down in Texas when they were hitting oil down there. You know, same things happened where people fought over their land and who owned what. And, you know, do you really own it when it's under the ground? I, I don't know. So that's what they were getting into. So the beers caused all of these problems. <clears throat> and we have mentioned the Blood Diamond. If you've seen the Blood Diamond movie, that's where the tribal wars came in. <clears throat> so... As De Beers, you know, was doing this and they were basically taking advantage of people because we've mentioned how the kids were sent into the mines naked because they were they were small enough to go down into the mines and for the man's mines not to crash. And they would send these, you know, African children down naked into mines and then they'd do orifice searches because they were afraid they were going to put diamonds up inside of them and and mind you, these are uncut diamonds, so they're more of like rocks and 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 squares and things like that. <clears throat> so there were a lot of abuses that happened. You know, I guess basically they didn't pay people, or they paid people very little money, so it was like slavery. So, you know, the ring that you have on your finger is a blood diamond. It is a slavery diamond. It is a diamond that created wars. You know, the oil that you put in your car does the same thing. The gas that you put in your car does the same thing. People fight over these things and, and kill each other over these things because there's so much money involved in it. But the reason that we have global warming is because diamond mines, oil mines, gas mines, coal mines... They won't stop it. The wealthy people of this earth who have made money off of all these things won't stop doing these things. They won't stop using fossil fuels to revert to windmills and um, <clears throat> and solar because then they lose all their money. Then oil has no value anymore and there goes all their stocks and there goes all their money, right? They won't be billionaires, millionaires, trillionaires any longer. So, you know, that's the kind of thing you're fighting against with the same thing with mines. So as time's gone along, different other companies have found, other countries have found the diamond mines. And we discussed that, how Russia's now got 70% of the diamond mined diamonds in their country. Um, and I think De Beers has like a 30% interest now. And then, you know... Uh, other country, well, not a 30%, even less than that now, because there's other countries like Canada and India and you know countries all over the world who are mining diamonds. 
because they're so valuable and yet it's trashing the earth. So lab created diamonds are really the way to go, but you know, uh, what kind of uh, environmental impact does that have? Because you have to have the metal to create the machines, which, you know, I think they said steel creates more carbon emissions than cars do, you know, and that's what's making these machines is steel. So how are we going to change that? Well, they've gotten smaller machines with the plasma, which we talked about earlier. But you still have to use steel or some sort of metal to, to make those machines. So, you know, you can argue a lot of things. But lab-created diamonds really have a lesser uh, carbon footprint, I think, than mining. Because mining just trashes a whole area. So it's, I think, what we should be doing is walking away from mining <laughs> since we have lab-created diamonds. So in the last podcast, we left off with the fact that De Beers is kind of shuffling frantically to try and figure out how to maintain the market and not let lab-created diamonds take over. So what they've done is now they are producing lab-created diamonds. They're buying up a lot of companies, just like they did before, who own uh, machines that create lab-created diamonds. And they're trying to buy out that market. And then what they're doing now is they're trying to put a price point on lab-created diamonds. All lab-created diamonds are $800. I think that's what I saw. They're trying to, or they, you know, that's where they top out. The most that a lab created diamond will cost you is $800. That is the top lab created diamond, right? <clears throat> and they're trying to, you know, uh, get the market to where that's lab created diamonds are seen as lesser and not as good as a natural diamond. But what they are missing and what they are tone deaf to is the reason that lab created diamonds are rising in popularity. The reason that so many people are looking for lab created diamonds is because they don't want mine diamonds because mine diamonds are contributing to climate change and global warming. So they are missing that point flip that to they're also missing the point people don't want to spend ten thousand dollars for a piece of glass basically is what a diamond is a piece of carbon glass that they're wearing on their finger they don't want to spend their whole life's you know fortune to put a ring on their finger they just want to have a pretty ring that they can put on their finger that you know, they want to get the, of course, the largest one they can possibly get, you know, <clears throat> humans are humans, but lab created diamonds create that, <coughs> that need without the huge environmental impact as well as without the huge financial impact on people who are, who are wanting to have a diamond. <clears throat> and since it is now a worldwide thing, everybody in the world does this. They present their loved one with a diamond or a gem or whatever, a ring when they get engaged. Uh, since it's this worldwide thing, you have all 
levels of income that are trying to do this. A lab-created diamond is much, much cheaper. And De Beers might be trying to set the price point and think that they have that kind of power, but they don't. There are <laughs> companies in India. There are companies in China. Like we spoke about, uh, China is putting out millions, you know, anywhere from five to 10 million diamonds a year, lab-created diamonds. And th- I think you know, China's goal is to bring down the price point so that the people who have the power in this world, because money equals power, right? Whoever has the most money has the power. So I think China's goal, which is, you know, it's a little devious because of course this is goes back to wanting to have China wants to have more power. They think that we should stomp out democracy and that communism should be all over the world. And they see themselves as eventually taking over the world. I hate to break that to people, but the powers that be in China, I don't know if it's all the people in China, but I do know that uh, I've done research on this as well, that the uh, leaders in China see themselves as eventually, you know, taking over the world. It's world domination that they're looking for. But if they can bring the value of diamonds down, then they take out the power, they take out the money that people are making around the world, like the De Beers here in America, et cetera. And that affects global markets. Oil going down in price is going to affect global markets. Gas, diamonds. These are all things that people value. Gold, silver. And when people stop valuing those things because they're trashing the earth, which is starting to happen because we have global warming and climate change, then uh, the markets for those things are going to go down. And the people who are wealthy, billionaires, millionaires, trillionaires are going to lose power because their markets are going to come crashing down. Their businesses are going to come crashing down if Oil, gas, diamonds, gold, silver, those kind of things come crashing down. Coal. And that's why you see a a, a huge resistance for that to happen by many wealthy people who are lobbying all over the world, not just in America, but all over the world to keep oil, gas, all of those things running and diamonds as well. De Beers is one of those people. You have to understand that over the centuries, they've made a lot of money and they still have a lot of power and they still have a lot of um, uh, finances to try to keep themselves up there on the upper echelon. I mean, wouldn't you, if you were someone that worked your way all the way up to the top, you wouldn't want to come crashing back down to the bottom. That's a scary thought, right? you meet the you meet the same people on the way up as you meet on the way down so if you're nasty to people on the way up you're 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 gonna meet them on the way down so anyway i just thought that i thought about that phrase but um they don't want these markets to come crashing down they don't want their business to come crashing down because they have investors uh they have people that they will owe money to you know it's sort of like gambling right um, and that's what the stock market is. It's gambling. It's on a huge scale. And, um, 
So if their value of their diamonds, of their mined diamonds come crashing down, they're going to owe a lot of their stockholders, a lot of the people that have invested in their company, a lot of money. Unless they can figure out a way to get those people out before they come crashing down. So their idea is to try and keep the lab created diamonds at a minimum price range. But I think what's going to happen and what I see happening because China is trying to flood the market with lab created diamonds that are pretty much diamonds. They look like diamonds. They, you know, if it's, yeah, if it quacks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Well, diamonds are lab created diamonds look like diamonds they're just, they have carbon and all the same chemical compounds that diamonds have they're as hard as diamonds but they're a lot cheaper to make and they're banging them out millions at a time every year so i think they're going to succeed in bringing down the value of diamonds now is that their ultimate goal or are, is their ultimate goal to get rid of all mined diamonds so now they have the corner of the market because they have all the machinery, they have all these companies that are making lab-created diamonds, so now they can then be the corner of the market, and then they'll mark the price up on diamonds, and then they'll keep control of it and only make so many every year, just like De Beers did. Because guess what? The worldwide um, public is stupid. And we talked about this, you know, and I hate, I, I hate to say this, but gosh, it's true. You know, I've been working in retail ever since I was a teenager and I learned about retail and how things are sold and how you convince people that your product is better than someone else's product. You have to make people want your product. You have to make people desire your product. You know, nobody needs diamonds. Nobody needs Louis Vuitton shoes or clothes. Nobody needs those things. They're not going to die tomorrow if they don't get it. You know, I know people, some people feel like they're going to die if they don't get their fashion, you know, their Manola Blahnik shoes or whatever. I, but in reality, to live, we do not need all of the products that are flying around out there. You know, like um, oil companies make plastic things. We don't need plastic. Somehow, for all of those years, people lived without plastic. That They use metal. They use glass. Those are renewable sources. Those are things that can be recycled, remelted, and reshaped. Yet, somehow... The oil business has convinced everybody that plastics you can't live without. Uh, plastic containers, when you put food in them, they leach chemicals into your food. They leach chemicals into your, your liquids. And uh, especially when there's a temperature change uh, of more than 10 degrees, uh, they start leaching chemicals into your food and they are linking that back to possible cancer. Notice how cancers have risen in the past years since plastic became a part of our lives. The Mayo Clinic over 30 years ago, maybe over 50 years ago, I can't remember when they published it, and, and different medical journals were published that talked about 
not using plastics with food. Yet, think about all the plastic containers that are out there, you know, with food in them, just in the grocery store. Everything's got plastic containers, right? And it used to be all glass and metal, but now it's plastic. Even plastic lids, everything. Even when you get metal containers, you'll find plastic lids on top of them. Even when you get glass containers, there's plastic lids on top of them. That's still plastic coming in contact with your food. That's still chemicals getting leached into your food. You know, my, my thing is get rid of all plastics. Use plastic to store your socks and things in, things around the house in. But don't use them for food, water, or liquids that are you go you're going to ingest. Use them to store things around the house. I really think we should just stop using plastic because it's oil anyway. Uh, there are so many, you know, we, we, there are so many other ways that you can contain your things, but all the plastic containers that we do have, we should just revert them into using them as storage and no longer using them as food or liquid storage. Um, Pepsi, Coke, all of the, you know, Nestle's, all of the people who are using plastic containers should stop using them. That's just a case in point, right? So we don't need all of the things that we have. You don't need a diamond or what they call a natural diamond that is mined from trashing the earth. You don't even need a lab-created diamond. You won't die if you don't have those things. We People die if they don't have water for three days, food for three weeks, air for three minutes. Those are the things we need. Three minutes of air, three days of water. If you're without water for three days, you die. If you're out air, without air for three minutes, you die. If you're without food for three weeks, you die. Those are the things we need. Air, water, food. We don't need sugar water in plastic bottles that is causing cancer. And I'm sorry, but it is. So, like I say, you don't need diamonds. You don't need gems. You won't die without them. So I think that that's where the thought process is going now is, you know, the earth is dying. <coughs> We're killing it. We're killing off, you know, uh, species, uh, animal species, bug species. We're killing off bees. We're killing off, you know, bee bees that actually pollinate and make our food, our vegetables and fruits, which by the way, if we all go vegetarian, vegetarian, because in order to save the earth, stop producing and raising cattle, pigs, all those other things. And we all move towards more vegetarian lifestyle. We need bees because without them, all of those vegetables cannot be created. So whatever we're doing to kill off the bees, we need to stop. Whatever we're doing to kill off the animal life, we need to stop. Um, and one of those things that we're doing is mining. And mining for gems that we don't really need. And if we bring down the value, which that's what De Beers and a lot of these other diamond companies that are mining are afraid of, because their investments have been based on the value the large value of diamonds. And uh, if we bring down the value of diamonds, then everybody can afford them. I think I was watching a um, <clears throat> show the other day 
we're in the middle of a pandemic, so a lot of weddings have been canceled or, you know, rescheduled. Well, a lot of people are just going ahead and getting married anyway. They're just having small, you know, online weddings. And one of the dresses that has gotten really popular is a dress on Amazon that has, I don't know, several different colors and it comes in short sleeve, long sleeve, and a couple different styles. But it's all pretty much the same dress. It's a, it's a, a satin, uh, stretchy material underneath <coughs> with a lace stretchy material on top. You can get off the shoulder. You can get short sleeve, long sleeve. And on the bottom, it's sort of like a mermaid sheer uh, lace on the bottom. And that dress costs $43. And it looks like a wedding dress. It's beautiful. But people are buying that dress off of Amazon. It's the most popular wedding dress that they have. And it fits. They showed different women who were wearing it. And it fit all the women differently. And it was beautiful. $43. So versus the very expensive wedding dresses that you find out there. That, you know, a lot of people can't afford. A lot of people are saying, you know what? I don't want to waste my money. I want to put my money towards a house, a car. I don't want to, you know, some people don't even have weddings. They just have short little ceremonies. So that's what's happening during the pandemic. People having their short little ceremonies, realizing that they could save a lot of money doing it that way. Everybody can get online and watch the wedding ceremony. Everybody gets to see it. You don't have to pay for a reception. You don't have to pay for a bunch of food for everybody. You still get gifts from everyone. Because you got married and people are going to send you gifts. And they all were at the wedding because they Zoomed in and or Skyped in or whatever and watched the wedding online. And they didn't have to travel very far, you know, because of the pandemic. You know, everybody's staying home. So people are learning that you don't have to go way, way out to have an event. And you can have everybody you know and everybody you love there by just doing it online. So what are people doing? They're buying the $43 wedding dress. They're having just a simple ceremony with just a priest and like a best man and a, and a maid of honor and just their immediate family. And they're zooming that to everyone and they're buying lab created diamonds that are cheaper. And a lot of that is happening online. Uh, because of this pandemic, people have learned how to shop online a little bit better. So you find better bargains online because you, there's not a brick and mortar store um, uh, involved in that. And, uh, you know, that there, there's good and bad things about that. You know, when you can't go and physically touch and look at something that you're buying, I think that we lose a... Um, a part of what we're doing because the other thing I'm going to talk about is... I started looking at the different lab-created diamonds, lab-created gems, and I got on several different venues, and I found stuff that was, you know, on sale or at a low price point, and I decided to buy a few of the lab-created gems out there, lab-created diamonds. Moissanite is another thing. Moissanite is um, a gem that is all man-made because it's basically from a meteorite meteorites that come out of outer space, they have found moissanite, which is a really hard substance. Um, 
uh, and very shiny. And they are now, they have taken like a seed. That's what they use when they put them into these machines is a, a seed, a small portion of a um, moissanite. And they can reuse that, reuse that, reuse that. And then they grow moissanite off of that small moissanite with everything they know that is part of moissanite. Just like they do with the diamonds, they put the seeds in there and, and grow them off of that. And they can reuse those seeds over and over again. And they do that with white sapphires, etc. And uh, so, you know, they're, they're producing these type of diamonds over and over again. So I went online and bought a few. I bought um, white sapphires. I bought moissanite. And I bought what they said were cheaper lab-created diamonds. Because I think China is flooding the market so much that you might catch a lab-created diamond online for really cheap because there's just so many of them now. And what I've noticed is that even the cheaper lab created diamonds, people will find the cheaper ones and then they'll just mark them up. Remember how I said that a few, um, a couple uh, podcasts ago, that that's what people here in America do. They buy things cheap from China or other countries and they mark it up 5,000%. So that's basically what people are doing. So you'll find the same ring lab created diamond that might be 20 bucks and you'll find it for, you know, 80 bucks, a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. You know, people just keep buying it up the same, same ring. So you really have to watch for that. So I'm going to discuss that in my next podcast, you know, what to look for, what to watch out for and where I think lab created diamonds futures are going and where mine create mined diamonds are going. And uh, we'll talk about that in the next podcast. This has been Diva Cerebration. See you on the other side for the fourth lab created diamond podcast. <laughs>